Sometimes people are overwhelming. They want more and more and more and more. There's not a person in this room who doesn't have somebody in your life who's not complaining because you're not there enough or you don't call enough or you don't text enough or you didn't come see me or you didn't do this or you missed my birthday or you missed Halloween or you don't act like you used to act. And we are overwhelmed because the people who make the biggest withdrawals. Today, I'm going to be sharing my testimony, basically what I've went through my whole life and how I got to where I am today. First, I want to give all honor and glory to our Heavenly Father, God, and I just want to thank Him for picking me up when I was lost. He really brought me out of a dark place that I was in for so, so long. You know, it all started when I was three years old and when my family split up my world i remember some stuff it is still a little vague but this was all not happened you know at three years old my family split up i um went with my dad because well according to him you know my mom didn't want to have anything to do with me i don't know how, how true that is today um i have found my mom and i actually do talk to her we sort of kind of have a relationship, but we don't at the same time. Well, we do have a relationship, but we're not as close as, you know, a regular son and regular mother should be. So that was the, f the first trauma. Me being told that my mom didn't want me because of my disability that I had. I don't know how true that is again. I say that again. But yeah, so that hurt me. And... As I grew up, I kind of disliked her for a while. Mind you, we had no contact. There was no contact at all. I don't know why, but there wasn't any contact. And um, fast forward to me growing up, um, my dad was all, would always badmouth her. And, and I would listen to it. But as I got older, it started messing with me, you know. Even though, you know, she abandoned me, you know. Your your, mo your mom, you all, you always still have that bond with your mom. And it would just make me so mad when he would do that. And I would just be, I, would, I was angry for a very long time. And um, I'm really trying to gather my thoughts because I really don't know how to go about with this, you know. Because it's, it's very hard to talk about this, especially when. I don't like talking about my feelings or expressing myself or what I've been through, and you know, just sharing my little testimony and stuff like that. Me as a kid seeking for a mother, the women my dad you used to date, I would get attached to them, like super really attached. And you know, they break up, then I'm all, I'm left alone all over again. You know, not having that mother figure in my life that does something so I had to keep reliving as I was growing up those abandonment things that would happen to abandonment people walking out of my life you know my biological mom did once and now it's happening all over again with these other many different women there was one woman my dad dated for a long time and you know me seeking for a mother when they first started talking, you know, I got I got attached. I'm not even going to lie. I did get attached, you know, because I'm, I'm, again, I'm looking for a mother figure. She was good 
throughout the years, you know, things happened and they kept leaving, getting back together, leaving each other, getting back together, leaving and getting back together. And that would that would mess with my heart. I, I couldn't handle that. Every time she would leave, I would be so afraid, so scared to the point where I didn't even, I stopped caring about everything. I was just like, if people want to go, they can go. I built a wall. I went into a shell and I really didn't open up to anybody like that. And that would, that led me to have episodes, anger episodes, you know, lashing out, holding in anger for a lot of years and then lashing out something very little would tick me off and I would just lash out. My last episode was last year. Thank, thank God I haven't had one. And because I'm learning how to express my emotions more, talk about things more and, you know, really just open my mouth and not hold hold back, not hold back anything, you know. I'm, I'm like an open book now sometimes. I'm kind of still coming out of my shell. So it's taking time, but God is working in me. Hallelujah. Fast forward a little bit. Um, everybody knows what Kick is. If not, it's a social app. <laughs> we would, um, this generation would use it back then to, you know, chat with people. Um, you get your friends Kick and to type their username, and you could text them when you're at home and stuff like that. But basically, I had Kick, and um, I'm in a weird way, I found my sister on my mom's side, my sister. And, you know, we started talking, catching up and stuff. And I was just very, very excited, super excited. There's a storm coming. But, um, yeah, I was super excited. So, you know, me being happy, I talked to her. And the woman my dad was dating, she got jealous and tried to sabotage our relationship. And I was just like, whoa. And it was crazy. She managed to sabotage it, but um, um, probably like a couple of weeks later, me and my sister started back talking again. And we have a relationship, but it's not really a deep relationship as I want it. I don't, I don't know. I have the, I have a problem with. I don't like reaching out to people because I don't want to be such a burden in a way. So I just leave, leave it be. You know, if we talk, we talk. If we don't, we just don't that's that's how I am I'm trying to get out of that I'm I'm not really comfortable with putting myself out there and trying to build relationships cuz I don't I don't know how that's going to go but I'm you know currently working on that you know to each his own you know God is really helping me through a lot of things that I've dealt with throughout my life and sometimes it may take longer sometimes some things may take shorter and then, you know, I started talking to my sister. Fast forward to 2017, 2018. Um, I get a text message from my mom. And she, and I was so excited. Um, meanwhile, the lady my dad was dating, she was long gone. So I was so excited. And it was just amazing, you know, happy. I had a happy moment in my life where, you know, I'm, t- I'm talking to my mom, like, Someone I haven't talked to since or seen since I was probably like five, you know, 
and meanwhile, all that stuff happened when I was three, but we, I would still see her sometimes. But the cutoff actually came when I was six years old. I've never seen her again after that. I, I don't know what happened, but I didn't. So me being, you know, wanting, of course, to see her, we meet a couple times, you know, we would spend time together. And yeah, and here we are today. I have a good relationship with my mom. I want it to be deeper, but um, I don't think I'm ready for that just quite yet. But throughout all this was happening, while this was happening, and currently now, when this is like three years, three, four years ago, I really didn't know how to love. I didn't know what love was. Well, for my dad, yeah, he showed me what love was and stuff like that, but it really wasn't, I don't know what word it is I'm looking for, but it wasn't, I guess, a, a motherly love, you know? So, of course, I'm sure y'all know where this is going. Um, I went out into the world seeking to be loved, seeking to, you know, have a relationship, you know, and that you know, it didn't work out really good because I would, every time I would get close to somebody, I would just get scared. So I would cut them off. I would leave, abandon them, you know. Um, people who I really got close to, I would just up and at them and dip out because I, I wouldn't know how to handle it if I got close to them and then they end up leaving me. So I just left first instead of letting them get a chance to be able to walk out of my life. I thought that sex was love when it wasn't. So I, I dipped into sexual immorality and sexual sin a lot, you know, messing around and doing things, you know, I shouldn't be doing. And I did. And I um I started drinking and smoking and, you know, just going to parties, you know, just thinking that that was fun, you know, when I was in a really, really dark place. It really wasn't fun, but those would just be temporary, um, temporary good, a good place for me. But actual, in actuality, in the morning when I wake up, I would still be where I was and my mindset would still be the same. I would forget for a moment, but it would come back to me. I really don't like talking about this. I don't think that I have, um forgiving myself for it but I dipped into the homosexuality phase um when I was growing up and it really was damaging and you know throughout that whole time I felt like well this is wrong this is wrong and mind you this was about two years two almost two years ago almost yeah two years ago yeah, two years ago to a year ago. About where I was, you know, <sighs> doing those things that I shouldn't have been doing. And when I was growing up, I knew who God was, but I really didn't have that relationship with him, you know. We didn't grow up in a church. I didn't grow up in a church. I just, you know, we just knew who, who he was. We went throughout the year periodically probably once or twice a year, probably like for Easter and other holidays and stuff like that. But I really didn't have that relationship. I really didn't know who he was. I 
yeah, I probably read the Bible a couple of times, but I didn't have what I have now with him. Um, also, I want to also say that this is random. Oh, I should have mentioned this in the beginning of my podcast, but I'm lucky, actually, to be alive because when I was a baby, I almost died. I, I um wasn't breathing and, you know, God decided to give me life and he let me live. I almost died a couple times, actually. I almost drowned um, and I'm still here, you know. I'm just happy. And where I'm currently am now with God in my life and where we are now, even though sometimes, yes, I do mess up. Sometimes I still do fall with, um, you know, sexual immorality, um, fornication, um, pornography, and masturbation. It's not an easy thing to let go. But Jesus is doing a good work in me. Um, at an early age, I was introduced to pornography and um i started doing it a lot more and masturbating and you know that would comfort me from all my anger all of my unforgiveness that i had built up that would be my temporary happy place until after it's done i would get back feeling guilty having shame you know not caring not having that motivation, um, I would just use that to help me get through the things that I would go through. Plus, I was very good at hiding my emotions, so I would use that to kind of get away from reality. And it, it took a toll, you know. Doing that after so many years, you, you become addicted to it. You become used to it. That's the only thing that your brain knows. So, of course, it's going to be hard to break free, but, you know, we can do anything through Christ who strengthens us, you know. So, lust, fornication, you know, sexual immorality, all those things I was doing. And um, recently, last year, in August, I um, was talking to a friend, you know, I was telling her all my problems. And she was like, hey, why don't you come to Bible study on Zoom? And, you know, first I was a little hesitant. But I came, and I went to Bible study on Zoom, and I bought me a Bible on Amazon, and I started reading it. And, you know, this group, we would start reading the Bible together, you know, to talk about it. Every Wednesday and Sunday, we'll come on Zoom and talk about what we read. And um, then I started, you know, watching Christian videos and stuff like that. And then I started praying more I started spending time with God more and the first two weeks I felt so amazing so so amazing when I gave when I started building my relationship when I started you know being in the presence of God when I started having an intimate relationship with him I felt so so amazing and then I forgot you know I forgot about what I was what I went through I forgot about what I was going through what I was dealing with my addictions and all, all everything I forgot about it during those first two weeks and then boom I found myself I, I fell you know I messed up so bad and I felt so 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 sorry and it was just it was hard it was it was really hard you know God was showing me so much and I was just like how can I you know mess up this this badly after everything after these 
these two weeks, I was, you know, in my word, I was building that relationship. I felt so great where I was in life. I was so, I was on top of the world. I felt like, and then boom, you know, it was it's, it's that sin, you know, it, it, it calls your name, you know, our flesh and our spirit are at war with each other. So, and I was wondering why it was happening and I fell, I fell off really bad and I, I got depressed again. Um, oh, and I also went through a phase before I started, you know, my walk with Christ. Um, after I graduated high school, I went through a depression phase. I enrolled in college and, you know, I was doing my work for a while and then um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I told myself I couldn't do this anymore. And I dropped out of college. You know, on the outside looking in, your your parent, my dad was like, um, why'd you do this, you know? And I didn't tell him for a very, 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 very long time. I did not tell him at all until he found out. He found out. I didn't tell him, but he found out. Um, I dropped out, got in debt with the school, and, um, and now it's... Hey, it's hard to, you know, pay it back, but, you know, in due time, in due time, I always say, you know, that the Lord's will be done, and I know that he'll look out, because he always does, he's, he's always, number one, he always rooting for me, so, he always rooting for y'all, too, whatever you're going through, whatever situation, or whatever y'all are dealing with, he got you, just know that. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I can't get my th- I'll never have my thoughts together. That's so crazy. But go let's go back to last year, August. You know, those two weeks, um you know, after that I messed up, kinda got depressed again. And, you know, I was just soaking and drowning myself in sexual sin. I was I was like, Yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can continue on because I'm I'm so used to the world. I'm so used to what the world offers. How can I how can I be so how can I deserve God's love? How can I deserve his kindness? How can I deserve the grace that he has given me? How how he's he has given us so freely. How how do I comprehend it? How do I accept it? I can't accept it. I don't even, you know, accept it myself. So after a while, you know, I I got back up, back up got Got back up on my feet, you know, you know, and I just came, you know, after a few times, I was like, I was like, I got to get people to help me, you know. So I started seeking friends and, you know, was praying for friends and God sent me another Bible study group. And I also um, found a couple of friends online and they, they hold me accountable, you know, and we are all holding each other accountable. We're edifying one another we're you know telling people when we're telling each other when we fall you know in the bible it says to cast your burdens onto one another and pray for one another so you know we do that and i'm forever grateful for where i am now you know even though i fail sometimes i just got to look at that like hey you know it's get back up again that is not an excuse to keep sinning all the time that's not an excuse to plan your sin that's not an excuse to oh well i'm gonna do this because i'm being tempted and I don't feel like fighting it. it it's our job to fight it it's our job to walk away from temptation it's our job to let go and let God let go and let God that's what I say we let go of it and we let God handle it 
we as humans set so many high standards for us to be able to follow Jesus, to be able to pick up our cross. When all we have to do is just go to him, run to him, sit at his feet, and he will cleanse us automatically. He will, um, he will burn through us. He will help us. He will fix the broken pieces, piece by piece, and restore us, restore us whole. And all we'll have to do is just follow him and rest at his feet. Allow him in. All we have to do is just allow him in. And there's already changed. There's nothing that we can do to live up to his expectations. He knows that we can't live up to his expectations. All he wants is our heart. All he wants is, is for us to follow what he did for us. Pick up our cross. Follow him. Live a life like he did. Yes, we're not perfect. We 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 may fall sometimes, and that's why Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for our sins. You know, He know we're not perfect. He know we can't live up to those high expectations, those high standards that we set up for ourselves. I don't know why we set high standards for ourselves, knowing that we're gonna fail, knowing that that they're ridiculously high standards. He doesn't ask for a lot, and that's what I realized. Throughout my walk since August of 2021 to today, that's what I realized through my walk. He doesn't ask for a lot. It's just that we put so so much on ourselves because we think that he asks for a lot. We think if we don't do the, this or do that or we're doing something wrong, then we're not going to be with him. Once you get a taste of who Jesus is and his love, who 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 our creator God is and his love you are gonna want to change you're gonna want to do that automatically you're gonna be like oh okay well I need to stop doing this stop doing that it's not this not right in the sight of the Lord we need to you know get our lives together that, that that's how I was I was like this ain't gonna work because I don't have his love he don't gave me a taste of who he actually is and I want to be with him forever. I don't want to keep dwelling in this wicked, wicked world. I don't. I don't want to keep going back to the same sin that I struggle with. Even though sometimes, yes, I'm a fall, but just you know, get back up again. My favorite proverb verse is, "The righteous fall seven times and he shall rise again." That doesn't mean willingly go sin, go live in a world you can't serve two masters. But we have to try our best. And, and God sees. God sees what's in our heart. He knows if we try or if we not, you know. And, you know, he knows the truth. There's nothing that is not going to be revealed because all of it's going to be revealed. He, he going to know. So, and he does know. He sees. And imagine him sitting next to you while you're committing that sin. That's what I'm realizing today is when when I do those things, when I look at things that I'm not supposed to look at, he's sitting right there next to me. And he's just begging me not to. He's telling me not to. And and I, he, he sometimes you mess up. You know, like I said, we're not perfect. But that does not, oh, excuse me. But that does not give us the excuse to keep living in sin. And now those who want to do all that um 
God said that they will be given a a mindset where their reality would be that and they would be comfortable living in that sin in, in Romans. Let me find the verse for you. So if you want to keep on, you know, living in sin, you know, doing worldly things and even after you know the truth, and I'm talking to myself when I say this too, it says in Romans chapter 1 verse 28, it says, Paul says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So, if you, if you know God, and if, you know, you keep on going back into the world and sinning willingly, then, yeah, you're going to... God is just going to be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And maybe, you know, later down the road, yes, you can change or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't really know how all that works. <laughs> pray about it and ask God to reveal it to you. But, you know, I was in a point of my life where I just kept, you know, living. I had that knowledge, but I kept living and doing those things. And it was intentional. It was intentional. It was purposefully. And I didn't know where to run to. So I, I ran to all these, all those things instead of the actual person I needed to run to was was God. You know, I didn't know. I didn't have that relationship. So I turned to, I turned to lust, sexual immorality, homosexuality. And and now I'm so happy. It, it Those things are far from me. I may fall, you know, yes, a couple of times, but God literally picked me up when I was in a dark place. He saved my life because I thought I was going to be doing those things forever. I thought I was going to be going downhill forever. You know, he really gave me a peace of mind. He really picked me up and showed me the truth. He really revealed to me so much that's been going on, so much. I was being deceived out here in this world, okay? (laughs) And he just picked me up and... Really, he really just like held me in his arms and told me everything was going to be okay. All he wanted was my heart and all I had to do was trust him and love him with all my mind, body, heart, and soul. And to just spend time with him, read his word. He wanted a relationship. Read his word, spend time with him, pray, worship. I love worshiping. He had me go to cry for real because I'd just be like, dang, I don't deserve this. And you... You know, God still, he gives it to us even if we don't deserve. He He gave us that gift, the gift of grace, the gift of salvation. I was so ashamed, you know, doing those things. And, and, and you know, it's still sad of me falling like that into that deep, dark place. But I was so um, ashamed. And I'm not going to lie. Yes, the thoughts are still there. You know, the sexual thoughts are still there. The lustful thoughts are still there, you know. But, you know, we got we to gotta brush them off and continue on. You know, I'm still learning how to fight and resist. And, it, you know, it goes a long way. But we don't, we don't have to act on them. We don't have to give birth to sin. Yes, the temptation is there. But if you do it, then you're giving birth to sin. And that's what I was doing for so long, was, which was giving birth to sin and living in it and getting comfortable in it. The lust that was in my flesh, I kept entertaining it instead of, you know, kicking it out. You know, I 
I didn't really know what to do. And now I do know. God showed me. I, I, I was in his word. I, I put my faith in him. And he just brought me a long way. And uh, amen. Amen. That's all I can say. Because, man, I was really in a dark place. And he picked me up. You were not perfect. Like I said, we may fall sometimes. But we can always run back to the Lord. That does not give us the okie doke to, okay, well, I'm going to go do this and do that. Because I'll just feel like it. No. That's not what he's saying. You're going to be judged for that. Do not do that. You'll be judged for everything you do. But if you willingly do it, you are returning to your own vomit. Um, In Peter, in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 22, um, it says, But it is happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the soul... That was washed to her wallowing in the mire. We are already dead to sin. We are already saved through Jesus Christ. When we allow him into our hearts. He's already saved us. We're already saved by, by faith through grace. And it's just so amazing. I mean grace through faith. You know it's, 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 it's awesome. Wow that was just a lot of stuttering. And when we go back after we're saved. It's just like. We're, we're, we are backstabbing what Jesus did on the cross for us. He feels our pain. All of those sins, all that shame, it goes to him. He feels all of that every time we do it. And I'm just, wow, that's so crazy. And it was just, I was, uh, it's just so painful to sit there and do that when you know that somebody else suffers. He suffers when we when we do those things god will pick you up wherever you are low or high he will pick you up just allow him into your heart accept him because he's wanting to build that relationship even if you are in a dark place his light will shine in that darkness and he will bring you up out of that darkness because he did the same for me i thought i was never going to get out i thought i was always going to be here forever doing and committing those things and doing those things Honestly, to tell you the truth, I was I was hurt. I was in a lot of pain. I didn't know what love was. I didn't love those people. I, I just wanted to feel good. I wanted to, you know, just get, you know, um, um, I wanted to just feel good, to just feel good. I didn't know, the, I, well, I did know those people, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know what love was, so I didn't know how to love them. I, I, I didn't love them. It was just, you know... The, the pleasure of feeling good, my own pleasure, my own flesh that was lusting after them. Now God has shown me what love is. He is love. God is love. He showed me what love is, how you're supposed to love, what you, you're supposed to love everybody, you know. And at the time, I didn't know that. I had so much hate in my heart. I had so much pain in my heart that I didn't love. I just wanted pleasure. I wanted to feel good. Um... I was in bondage, sexual immorality, fornication, um, pornography, masturbation, homosexuality. I was in bondage of all those things. And he just came and broke away every single chain and delivered me. It, God has been so amazing and showed me his who he is. And he is a God of discipline now. 
because you know <laughs> don't 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 get me wrong he is but he his love is so kind and he loves so hard we all go through so much and think that the answer is in this world when it's not the answer is god the answer is god this world can offer us nothing nothing at all but with god god can offer us everything he can give us everything he says he says in his word cast your care onto him and he he for he careth for you and i'm just like wow give him every single problem and he can take it away he can help me get through it easier he can help me get through it better yes you know we may cry sometimes last night i just cried i was in so much pain and you know just thinking about your old life and you know sometimes yes we do mess up and I was just thinking about all that messing up and feeling like a failure. And in God's eyes, I'm not a failure. I think that of myself because I still can't accept what I did. And yes, it's going to take me some time to forgive myself and to realize that God is God. God is your number one rooter. He is your number one and he always will be. And, you know, sometimes it's, you can't, we can't really comprehend God's love. And he just delivered me from so much. And the thing is, we just have to stop running back to it. Once he delivers, stop, stop going back. Remain in his presence. Remain doing what he wants you to do. And don't go back. Because it's a very dark place. And I wouldn't want to go back to it. Because I'm telling y'all, once you get a taste of it once you get a taste of god once you get a taste of who he is once you get a taste of all of that goodness and all of that love you're not going to go back to the same thing it's it's not going to be the same you're not going to get this the same feeling you're not going to you know go back and enjoy it the same way it's it's it's, it's going to be different you're gonna it's just not enjoyable you can't you can't do that how can somebody get goodness and then go back to the same evil you know they're gonna feel changed they're gonna know that something is changed inside them and that's because god is doing a great work inside of us all and sometimes i feel so ashamed of telling people you know my testimony of the things that i've been through the the my times in darkness you know because i feel like they would judge but i'm learning you know let them judge they judge jesus and he was perfect he was a sinless man and they judged him they crucified him so they persecuted him. They're going to persecute you too. They're going to persecute me. I've already seen persecution from my own family and stuff like that. And it, yes, it's sad, but they don't know. All, and all we can do is plant the seeds and pray for them. We're, we're not here to con- condemn them, but to show them and to just pray for, over their souls. God can deliver and he will deliver. Just allow him to. That's all you have to do is... Allow him to deliver you, and he will, because he delivered me from a lot. And the thing is, you know, that's that's all I knew. And it's crazy, because all those years of practicing and doing those things, that's all I knew. And it just took him a snap of a finger. He's that powerful. He's, he's, he's powerful. He's the, uh, way powerful, and he, he can never be defeated. And all we have to do is just allow him in. And 
I allowed him in and he delivered me from so much pain from thinking that sex and and committing sin against my body was was having me think that it was okay. He told me it was not okay to do that because I'm hurting myself. And I didn't understand that at the time, but now I do. Jesus Christ said, come pick up your cross and follow me. And you should, de you sh should deny yourself when you pick up your cross. When his disciples were in that boat with him, it was the waves were roaring and the sea was... It was every the sea was going crazy, and Jesus was on that boat, and the disciples were frightened, and the disciples were scared. But they woke him up, and it was like, do something about it. He said, "Oh, ye of little faith, why? Because when you are on your walk, it's not meant to be perfect. It's not meant for you to just have a sweet life. It's going to be hardships. It's going to be trials. It's going to be tribulations. It's, you're going to get tempted, yes, but we we already know what to do." During those times, just wait it out, resist, and run to Jesus' feet and submit to him and stay with him. And do not, do not run from the course that you're on. Ask him to set your feet straight and keep your eyes ahead and focus on him. Ask him to help you, and he will because he helped me. And I'm forever grateful for that. I'm forever grateful for him. I'm forever grateful for the truth that he showed me. And he can do it to you too. I had to li relive what happened to me at three years old throughout my whole childhood. And that hurt. But you know who never left me? God never left me. He was always there. And even if I didn't know it, but he was always there. I was looking in the world for validation. I was looking in the world for pleasure and wanting to f feel good about myself when the answer is right there in God. He will make you feel good. He will show you his love. He will give you the the the, the pleasure, the right pleasure, not the wrong not the wrong pleasure. He will give it to you all. All you have to do is just ask him and give give him your problems and he will give it to you. My favorite um verse one of my favorite verses is Psalms twenty-seven, ten. It says, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. The Lord has picked me up. Wow, that's wow. He will and he will do the same thing for you. All you have to do is just trust and believe and run to him. And he's just so amazing. I thought I would be stuck, but I'm not. Even though sometimes I fall get back up i gotta get back up continue continue walking and, and you know always keep my eyes ahead and focus and submit myself and just be a loving and kind person and continue staying in my relationship with god and continuing his word daily and to just be the best that i can be and remember we are all perfect in his image he made us in his image meaning we are perfect that we don't have to be perfect to ourselves. We are perfect to him, though. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. Yes, sir. That's my testimony for today. And that's basically what my life was. And I'm forever grateful. No one could ever done this. But God, and he can do the same for you. Just give him. Give him your heart. Allow him in. I love y'all. And God bless y'all. And I pray that... The week goes well for y'all.
me accountable. When it goes left and I don't want to fight, that remind me what is valuable. If I got to be transparent with you, I'm going to let you know I don't know how to go. But one thing, I know I serve a God that does things supernatural.